Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on what time you're listening to the podcast. Welcome to Truckers USA American. My name is Miguel Reynoso. Fox, today I want to talk about the law that basically the state of Florida that just passed it. And basically this law is targeting basically illegal immigrants. And I mean, the problem with the law is that it would affect a lot of truck drivers that basically are in the country illegal. And it's not a secret that some state like California, New York, Massachusetts, and Chicago, I mean, Illinois, uh, are some of the states that they let basically uh, illegal immigrants to have driver's license because they don't want people that have, you know, they, they've been driving around without a driver's license and with no insurance. So those states basically pass a law that, you know, illegal immigrants can get a driver's license just to prevent for some people or anybody to be driving around with no insurance. Now, Florida, on the other hand, do not want any uh, truck drivers basically getting into the state if they're not legal in the country. And basically that creates a, uh, a situation now with some activists and uh, some uh, trucking association that basically they say they're going to boycott uh, Tallahassee for the law that just passed it. And I mean, I don't, I, I don't, to be honest with you guys, I mean, I don't see the point of going boycott this, uh, this law that just passed because when basically a state passes a law and was approved by the state Congress and, you know, the state Senate, uh, th- there is nothing you guys can do. I mean, that change is not going to be, uh, avoided or it's not going to be terminated or anything like that. That law is going to keep on place. If they find that maybe the law is, you know, a little bit severe, then they think they can change some stuff on it. They might change whatever is wrong with the, with the, with the law, but the law is not going anywhere. Unless another uh, governor basically changed the law. But the problem with this is like, you guys know there's a lot of truck drivers up in the country that basically are operating, but they're not legal. And... DeSantis doesn't want those people in the state. Now, that creates another problem with some um, activists and some uh, uh, companies that basically, the only way they can make money is hiring those uh, illegal immigrants because uh, it's not a secret that, uh, there's, I mean, some of those jobs, I mean, no U.S. citizen or anybody that is illegal in the country is going to do it. Because let's be realistic. I mean, <clears throat> it's not a lot of people that are going to go into a farming place and going to start picking tomatoes, a bucket of tomato for a dollar, a bucket of orange for a dollar, a bucket of cucumbers or pickles or whatever they plant on those farm for a dollar. Okay. I mean, I'm not criticizing, uh, the decision of the state because I live in Florida. But if you guys are one of those uh, 
people that got here with a working visa and you were working for a trucking company because there's a lot of people that came here with working visa because they had a CDL class A and they got hired over here and they allowed to operate. The problem with that is that if that working permit basically expired, you have to go back to your country and reapply. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people would not go back because they don't want to leave the country because, you know, they want to stay here. But they don't have, or they haven't been able to get, you know, the legal documents or whatever situation is happening with this person. And if you're one of those, tell your company that you don't want to go to Florida or that you're not allowed to go to Florida because if Florida stop you and one of, one of those uh, roadside inspection or checkpoints or whatever and find out that you guys are not legal in the country and they're going to basically take you out of the truck and uh, push you in a bus and send you to one of those uh, immigration facilities. So you just got to be careful by, you know, you know, going into Florida right now because that law, that law is in place and they're not going to change it. I know uh, the Latin Owner Operators Association in Florida is going to do a boycott and they're trying to get support from other drivers and stuff like that. And like I said before, Fox, this is my personal opinion and This is the way I see it. How many boycotts, you know, we had done with the uh, federal government in some states. And at the end, these people, they're not, they're not going to listen to us. They're not going to do anything. They just passed the law and we only have one choice. Basically, adapt to the law or go do something else. They're not going to change the law. So to me, doing a boycott or whatever and go protest for, you know, this kind of stuff, it's not going to help us. It's, it's not. I know there's a lot of activists that saying they're like, well, these illegal immigrants are the ones that work in most of the constructions. They are the ones that are building the houses. They are the ones that basically doing all the jobs that nobody else wants to do. And, I mean, they got a point over there. I mean, I'm not a politics. I don't like politics anyway. I'm not a politician, so... But I understand, like, like, like this guy was saying that uh, if you go buy a house in Florida right now, that costs you $300,000. And DeSantis is going to give this company a hard time to employ these guys. Those houses are going to cost $600,000 because they're going to have to hire some of the people that don't like to work and they want to get paid a lot of money. And it's, I don't know, they say it's going to create a problem. A lot of truck drivers say they, they're not going to deliver anything in Florida. Because if this uh, governor passes, you know, laws against, you know, th you know, against the immigrants, then they're not going to go to Florida. They're not going to deliver anything in Florida. And, you know, I mean... I know some people would think like, oh, that's going to be a problem because truck drivers are not going to... Look, the freight is going to keep going into Florida no matter what because there might be 50 guys that don't want to go to Florida, but I bet you there's 150 willing to go to Florida to deliver any loads. So if 
you're worrying about it, you're not gonna get anything in the supermarket, and the chill, the chill, you know, it's gonna be empty. So just don't worry about that. I mean, like I said before, the law is a little harsh, but I mean, I'm not a politics, so I don't know, and I don't like politics anyway. So, but that's what's going on in Florida, because. You know those uh, agriculture spe- inspection. You know those those agriculture inspection. They 24/7. They never close. If you don't have the legal documents to be in the country, don't go to Florida because I mean that's that's I'm guessing uh, when you pass those uh, you know agriculture spe- inspection, it, the uh, DOT officer feels like. Two hundred, you're not legal in the country. They probably end up gonna do an, uh, I don't know, a immigration check or something. That's this is what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not saying this, you know, that they say that or anything like that. This is just me speculating. That's all. But to avoid that situation, with some of you guys that don't have documents and you had driver's license to operate in the country, stay away from Florida because Mr. DeSantis doesn't want you in his state. So you gotta be careful, people, because you know, yeah, uh, you know. Uh, remember, there's another, there's another thing. I mean, this is uh, election season. You know, next year is gonna be election for, you know, running for president or whatever. And all these politicians, they're trying to make noise and you know, call the attention so they can show people that they're doing something. You know, it's all politics, but. Uh, whatever law you know the government passes, you know you, you have to follow. So you have to follow the law because it's, man, you can't be running a country without a law because it creates a chaos. But I hope this situation goes away. I mean, I hope everybody the best. And my only advice is would be like if you guys don't have the legal, the, the legal documents to be in the country, just don't go to Florida. That's my personal opinion. That's the only advice that I can give you guys. But every state is different. Every state has different laws, and you know, depending on the government, you know, you, you you're gonna get uh, basically different uh, situation in different state. So, well, folks, moving on. Um, <clears throat> There's another article here that basically TA shareholders basically vote in favor to buy BP for $1.3 billion. And the last Wednesday, May 10, Travel Center of America, uh, basically the shareholders basically they bought in a special meeting to approve basically to buy BP for $1.3 billion. And that deal was basically finalized on Monday, May 15. Now, TA basically become the holy owner or indirect subsidiary of BP. Now, the, the what they're basically saying over here is they basically, they acquire BP and uh, you know the merge will provide 
more basically uh, more truck stops or you know those new ones that TA has are called the TA Express because it says here that basically between the TA and the BP combined they're going to have over 8,000 off-highway locations and it says here that it's going to be uh, basically a uh, experience for travelers and it will be basically uh, good for the professional drivers because they're going to have more parking space available. Now, just remember, if these people basically going to have 8,000 locations of highways all over the nation, that's good news because there's not a secret that, I mean, basically we're struggling right now to get parking because it took me almost two hours to find this parking space that I'm in right now because most of the truck stop that I went in basically they were full there was no parking space there wasn't basically nowhere to park so I, I, I ended up using basically an hour and 20 minutes of, of, of to the PC so I can get to this location and if the TA basically is combining his facility with the PP facilities all over the country. I mean, that's good news. There will be more parking space available for... I mean, to be honest with you, uh, I'm not a TA guy. I don't stop in TA. I try and avoid TA as much as I can. Uh, I know you guys, some of you guys out there, like, love, you know, stopping in TA, taking a shower over there, eating breakfast or whatever. You know, that's basically your preferred uh, truck stop. But, uh, I mean, I don't stop in TA unless I don't have all the choice. I mean, if there is nothing around, the only truck stop available is TA, then, I, yeah, I go park over there and go buy me a shower and, you know. But I'd rather not park over there because, like I say, I'm not a TA I basically don't like to stop in TA. My favorite truck stops are Pilo, Flanges, and Love. So, but everybody's different, so that's why they have so many different truck stops and stuff like that because, you know, but, I mean, this merge or these porches is good because it will provide a lot of parking space for us, especially in the Northeast because it's not a secret that if... I mean, if you go to any truck stop in the Northeast, sometimes it's noon and there is no parking space. I mean, going into the Northeast, I mean, it's a disaster to get a parking space because, I mean, there's a lot of trucks going up in the Northeast, but there is not enough truck stops. And, you know, up there is a problem. That's why I don't like to go to the Northeast. I mean, I love the Northeast. Don't get me wrong. I love being, I mean, I love the Northeast, but to be in the, in the Northeast in a truck, I mean, I did it for many years because I have I don't have any other choice. I was a company driver and I had to go wherever they sent me. But now that I'm an owner operator, I mean, no, I, I don't go to the Northeast because to me to go to the Northeast right now is basically a waste of time. Because the freight is not paying. And you guys know there's a lot of 
tolls in the northeast and it can easily cost you between three to five hundred dollars if you're running in the northeast easily and if that law is not paying with the price of fuel right now i mean that is not worth it plus you have a situation with the parking spaces there's no parking spaces I mean, there's no water park and you know some states like pennsylvania they have a lot of restriction that you cannot park in the off-ramp and you cannot stay on the side of the highway and you cannot go to some cities and you know they have they have a lot of restriction for the truck drivers in pennsylvania and i rather i rather not go i mean if, if you see me in the northeast i'm in a car i'm in my car or you know i took a flight over there and rent a car somewhere well i have you know my family come and pick me up but uh no I mean, I don't like to be in the Northeast driving I semi my truck because it's a headache. But if TA basically is going to basically acquire a BP, you guys know that BP has a lot of locations in the Northeast. The only thing is if they're going to convert those BP into a TA Express, because I've seen some of those uh, BP in the Northeast and they don't have enough space, you know, for a uh, basically for a, a, a truck parking because most of these uh, BP stations are really small and they don't have enough space to basically park a semi-truck. I mean, maybe back, back tail, but not with a trailer. So, that's, uh, I mean, that's good. But, like I said before, I had no use for TA because I don't stop in TA. But some of you guys that love stopping TA and use TA basically on a daily basis, that's a good news for you guys. And, you know. And also, it's a good news for me too. Because, I mean, let's just say I'm driving somewhere and there is no parking space. And the only one that has parking is then. So, there you go. That's, you know. That's basically uh, a win situation for everybody, basically. But, that's what's going on now. Here, there's another piece of article, basically, that says that, uh, I don't know if you guys remember what happened on Highway 55, basically, in Springfield, Illinois, when the, basically, dust storm basically blind everybody on that highway, and it creates, basically, a cows on that, on that highway, and the interstate, basically, was shut down. Now, uh, and in that, and in that accident, there was more than 30 uh, tractor trailers that basically got caught on, basically got caught on the uh, accident, and some of them got, you know, basically got on fire, and a lot of people basically died on that accident. And now, this piece of article here says that basically, uh, uh, now on, along the Highway 55, some of the farming that if they're gonna basically work on those uh, farm field and they're gonna plow the, the farm the farm field, they're gonna have to water the farm field because the problem with that it was that the the farm field was basically dry and the high, and the wind was very high, it was like 45 miles an hour. It creates the dust storm. Now the state is going to force uh, these farmers basically to water, the, you know, 
uh, the plow field after they finish because it looks like if they don't do that, it's going to create more basically dull storm and they're afraid of more accident, you know, or more fatality, more fatality will happen on the highway if they don't do that. But the problem is some of the farmers come in saying that, I mean, I mean, to water the whole, the whole farm, farm field or whatever they plow is going to cost them a lot of money and water. And they said that this is water they can use to basically, you know, uh, uh, feed the plants or the or whatever they're growing, the, you know, the crow when they're growing up. So, and this is this is gonna this is gonna be a problem because I mean, now we have these farmers saying that that's gonna cost them a lot of money. I don't, I mean, I know water is expensive, but I don't think water is that expensive. But I mean, I, I don't know anything about farming or how's the deal, but I mean, I'm guessing one, I don't know, one tank of water for, I say, 10,000 gallons or something, how much it gonna cost? I don't think they're gonna cost more than $5,000. I don't know, that's what I'm saying, but I'm, like I say, I don't know anything about farming. The only thing I know about farming is, is that I'm glad, I'm real glad that there's far, farmers out there because, <laughs> I mean, that's the only way we can get something to eat. <laughs> but that's the situation that's going on basically down there because now they stay one these uh, farmers to basically water whatever field they plow so the uh, those storms doesn't happen again. But let's see what happens because the farmers say that costs a lot of money. So, but that's what's going on. Now, there's another piece of article here said that the Federal Transportation Safety Agency is once again basically talking up the issues of requiring side on the right guards for trailers. Now, <laughs> this is this is what I don't understand. I mean, I don't know if these people are getting money somewhere. I don't know, but now this basically. Uh, uh, company or office or whatever you know these people are they want to force anybody that buys a trailer to have basically the side curtains and the uh, rail the, the guard on the side and the, on the trailer and I mean that is optional I mean my trailer has it it's good for basically fuel economic and the winds and stuff like that but it I understand some guys don't want to put that over there or they don't want to buy it with that because it costs less. The problem with this is this basically uh, the Federal Transportation Safety Agency is basically trying to push the it should be mandatory to have basically the uh, side on the rail guard on the trailer. Which again, I don't see the point of that. I don't know if these people are getting paid what or whatever. I don't know. Maybe from some from some of the uh, Australian manufacturers that so they can sell it like that or to make more money. But I mean, to be honest with you, if you buy a trailer, it has the, those side cording and the rails. I mean, it's good because it protects you from you know a lot of stuff, especially it's good and fuel efficient. 
because you know remember if you're going in a highway like highway 80 in wyoming the, the basically the wind is pushing you back with a size courting you know the winds goes away and doesn't you know hold you that much i mean still hold you but it doesn't hold you that much you know so but i mean it, it's it's stupid i mean i don't know why they want to try to force this because I mean, this is basically optional. That's if you want it, you can put it on. But if you don't want it, I don't see why they had basically to force you to buy this sort of you know stupid stuff. Because if you don't need it, you don't need it. But that's what's going on with these people. Now, folks, talking about brokers because I love talking about the brokers. Now, ah. Uh, the, there's no secret right now that the brokers are basically uh, getting a, I, I don't know, I don't know what to call them, but the brokers right now, I would say 60% of them right now are very arrogant. And when you call and ask for basically a load that they have posted on the board, they come out with this nasty attitude and basically telling you like, you know, hey, this is what I'm gonna pay for this low. If you if you wanna, you can take it. If you wanna, you know, just leave it. If you don't wanna move it, I got five guys willing to move it for less price or whatever. This is the attitude. But what I'm getting at is like I wasn't watching doing still last week, and I called this broker and I asked about a low. He has a low posted picking up in Burlington, basically uh, Washington. Then when I call this guy, he's telling me, no, the pickup is in Linden, Washington. Now, if you guys know where's Linden, Washington, basically Linden, Washington is in basically in the border with Canada. Basically, you live in Canada with a United States address. And on top of that, I had to run basically almost 200 miles to go pick up the low. Now the low is going to uh, Springfield, Ohio. We're talking about almost... Two, around 2800 miles and when i asked this guy how much is, how much is he's willing to pay for the low he's telling me that he's going to pay only the most he can pay is 3700 dollars now like come on man i mean i mean that it's not worth it to move that low and on top of that that low was minus 20. and they're like come on man really you want me to move this low over you know over 2,800 miles and you want to pay me $3,700 and on top of that the temperature is at minus 20. you know how much fuel I'm going to burn in that river? His answer was like, well, that's not my problem. I got the load. If you want to take it, take it. If you don't, then don't waste my time. And prop, he hang up on me. And I'm like, wow. So right now the brokers are so confident they can get away with anything they want because they know the situation is bad. They know that basically the uh, the, the uh, low market and, and you know is crashing down. And if you open the low board and places that you used to have 500 low posted, right now if you open it, you got like maybe 70 or 73, and none of them paid. And I, I don't know why they act this way. I don't know if they think that if you call them, they basically doing you a favor by giving you that low. But 
I don't see how they're doing me a favor because I'm the one that's gonna have to pick up the load. I'm the one that basically gonna have to spend the money to buy in the fuel to transport the load, and this is my equipment. So I'm basically doing doing a favor to you. You're not doing me. You're not doing me a favor. I'm doing it a favor to you because the moment I move the load, you're gonna make money. Now, if I don't move the load, you're not gonna make any money because you don't you don't own any equipment. You're just a broker. But what pisses me off is like, why you have to have that attitude? You know, just tell me, hey, look, man, this is this is all I can pay. I mean, I'm sorry, I cannot do any. You know, I cannot, I cannot pay you. You know, more because this is all I got. Period. And they're like, okay, man, no problem. But you don't have to be so arrogant, like you know, you're doing us a favor out here by giving you, you know, the loss that you have. And this is why I always say, and I always gonna say this, I don't see why we need to deal with the brokers, why we cannot deal directly with the cheaper. But somehow, somebody somewhere says that, well, we're gonna embed you know, the broker division so you know, can pass the law to the carriers because I don't see the use of the broker. We don't need the brokers. I mean, we can create a low board They all the cheapers can post it all over there and we can check with our factoring companies if the warehouse is good and then go pick up the load. We don't have to deal with the uh, brokers. But I'm guessing some warehouse, they don't want to get that headache. They don't want to have somebody, you know, dealing with the truck drivers calling and all that stuff. I mean, they'd rather go and pass the load to the brokers because I'm guessing they double insure because something happens to, to the load, you know, They can go after the broker and then the broker can, you know, come after the insurance and whatever. But I still don't see the use of the broker. I mean, we should have, I mean, we should you know, basically negotiate the load directly with the cheaper. And, whatever, you know, whatever the cheaper wants to pay, then if we agree upon it, then we move the load. And I'm telling you. If we do that, then we deal, we basically we deal direct with the cheaper. I mean, trust me, we're gonna make more money and it's gonna be better for anybody that work in this industry. Because now that you're working directly with the cheaper or direct with the cheaper, that you don't have that intermediary, okay? Or the guy in between, or the you know, third party guy, okay? <clears throat> now we can basically Get a little bit more money and you know be more productive because right now to be honest with you to deal with these uh brokers it's basically it's, i'll be honest with you i mean it's getting out of hands and sometimes it pisses me off to call one of these guys because i know i mean these guys are like really arrogant because there was another one that i called that day And he has a blow that's picking up in um, Sailing, Oregon. And he has a poster for today when I call this guy. He's like, no, the lowest pickup for tomorrow. I got a poster for today, but uh, the pickup is for tomorrow. The low picks up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And that was on Thursday. Pick up on, uh, national Tuesday. Pick up on Tuesday. And the low pick up, pick, picks up on Tuesday. Okay, at 2 p.m. And the logo, I think it was, what is that going to go? It was Bar Paraiso, Indiana, somewhere in Indiana. And 
I called the guy and I, okay, we're talking about. Now this guy want to pay $3,400 for that load. The temperature is minus 10. And the load delivers on Monday. Picks up on Tuesday and delivers on Monday. <laughs> and like, man, come on. Yeah, are you out of your mind? He's like, oh, can you make it by Friday? You know I can't make it by Friday because, I mean, come on. Not legal. You know. But paying me $3,400 and then you want me to hold that low for the whole weekend? Trying to use my truck as a storage? It's not fair. But this is what's going on with the brokers these days. And, you know, you're trying to have a nice conversation. Like, like this lady. Today, actually today. <laughs> I call this lady and I ask him for this load that I have. And she told me the load was covered. Okay. Then I hang up the phone. Now, she calls me back and says that, oh, I'm sorry, the load was not covered and blah, 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 blah. And I, okay. We start talking about prices and all that stuff. And when I told her, like, well, for me to be able to do the loads for you, you have to pay me this. And for less than that, I'm not going to move it. And she was like, oh, you know, the market is bad right now. And you guys think we're stealing money from you guys, blah, 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 blah. And like, what do you mean about why are we having this conversation? I mean, all I want to know is how much the low pay, you know. And I told you my price. If you don't like it, you don't have to talk to me that way. And perhaps you hang up on me. 20 minutes passed by and I'm looking at the board. <laughs> and another guy, another guy called me from the same place. Offered me the low and they end up paying me what I ask. Now, the problem with this is I had to basically deal with this lady because when I pick up the load, she calls me again. Did you pick up the load? Now, not even two hours passed by after I pick up the load and she calls me again. Asking me if you can go for the ETA. What, what was my ETA? This load delivers on Monday. Now, like, lady, this load delivers on Monday. So I don't know if I'm going to go there. I mean, I got an appointment for 2 o'clock in the afternoon. But I don't know what's going to happen on the way. And right away, she's like, what are you saying? Are you having truck problems? When did I say that? But, you know, this is this is a little stupid stuff that, you know, happens in the daily basis in this industry. You know, because they have people sitting over there that have no idea what they're doing. And this is what I say that we don't, we, we don't need the brokers. We need basically to move this load direct with a cheaper. But I don't know. Maybe somebody somewhere is trying to figure it out how to you know how, how to invent one of those website cheapers, cheapers that kind or whatever, and you know talk to the cheaper and have the cheaper post the loads on those websites and basically you know we can pick up the load direct from the cheaper. I mean. That doesn't sound bad at all, and it's not a bad idea. But I guess if something like that, you need money, and you need time, and you need somebody that, you know, a lot of salespeople, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know how how to work in one of those uh, 
you know website or whatever you need a, a computer technician for that or a computer uh, a web designer and all that stuff but the moment we stop dealing with the brokers and start you know basically making the deal direct with the cheaper everything's gonna change but that's what's going on in today's market and this situation is is not gonna get better anytime soon so well folks that's all i got for today i hope you guys be safe out there don't get a stress uh don't work too hard if you're not getting paid and i hope you guys get you know by safe to your family game if you guys go and home enjoy your holiday with your family and enjoy your weekend god bless you goodbye